0: From the sports desks of the Topeka Capital Journal, the Salina Journal, the Hutchinson News, and all of Gannett, Kansas, this is the Gannett, Kansas Sports Podcast.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome on into the next episode of the Gannett Kansas Sports Podcast. I'm your co-host, Billy Watson, the sports reporter of the Hutchinson News. Joining me, as always, are the sports reporters up in the Salina Journal and Topeka Capital Journal, Dylan Sherwood and Seth Kinker. Joining us this week as our guest uh, up there in the Butler County Times Gazette is Charles Chaney. Chuck, thanks for tuning in and helping us this week break down some uh, playoff football
2: that's what i like also would i be down here since all three of you guys are technically more northern than me
1: a little bit yeah i mean it seems like you're a little bit more parallel to hutch right yeah, maybe a little no. bit more northern so,
2: northern. so we take ni- we take 96 to go to hutch and it's it's literally northwest drive all, all the way
1: yeah you're right you're right
2: yeah but yeah. no it's cool it's semantics welcome
1: we'll on in regardless <laughs> well, we'll of that um
2: and now Billy's regretting having me on. Yes, <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> now, but we, this is a stellar staff here, and what, what better way to have a stellar staff together to break down some high school playoff football. Playoffs. Playoffs. Playoffs? We are here. Week 9, it just feels like yesterday that we just kicked off the season, and now we're in Week 9. The brackets are set. Week 9, this Friday, it's 7 o'clock. Some schools playing on Thursday, but Week 9... This Friday is set. Let's break it down. We're gonna start it off with class six A. Bunch of good matchups to start the start the start the weekend. And we not even that, we got volleyball state, cross country state. And we're gonna be busy regardless of what we're gonna be at. So let's let's start with you, Dylan. You know, you've been covering Salina Central there in the top ten. We talked about a potential Hutchinson a Central matchup. It's not happening, but, you know, still good football on your end. And, hey, it's playoff season, you know?
3: Yeah, love it. I got three teams uh, in Saline County that are home this weekend. We're going try to try to get them all covered. And then, of course, Chuck's going to have a freelancer at Andover where Salinas South's going to be. And then uh, good old poor Sacred Heart has to go to Conway Springs. Oof. Um, so, um but yeah, I'm I'm excited. I think we got a taste of football weather last week, and uh, yeah, playoffs are here. It's gonna be a fun. Uh, however long all these teams survive, because everyone is aiming for November 27th. Woo. State championships will be uh, given out.
1: That'll be fun, you know, Seth, welcome back first of all to you. you we were at a, a wedding last week and we threw in uh, Greg Williams from the Wellington Daily News, but you're back. Uh, you got some you got football this week. You have Michigan, Michigan State this week. Uh, but f- yeah, big game there. Uh, big games on on a lot of events for you you know, Washburn Rural and football and volleyball. Going to be representing very well up there. Uh, what What's kind of your. And cross country? Yeah, and cross country. That's right. They're, they're a pretty good team up there. But what what's kind of your outlook right now, and what's your assessment of the teams in the Topeka, Topeka area heading into this weekend?
0: Uh, Rural is just, uh, first we'll start off with them. I mean, they're strong across the board. They're in the four seed in, the, in football, um, volleyball. I mean, that team's just so impressive, just dominant. Um, they're going to be a favorite to win that 6A like, state title. Um, Seaman was the other team in our in my area in 5A that qualified for states as well, um, and then cross country uh, the girls and boys teams for rural qualified um, for Seaman. We had the girls and boys teams qualify, and then Topeka, Topeka West, and Shawnee, or Shawnee Heights had the boys team qualify too as well. I apologize, and then Topeka and Topeka West had uh, individuals qualify for 6A and 5A, and then. Still, has more teams qualifying in uh, 4A and 3A. Uh, I got Hayden, the girls and boys teams as well. Uh, the boys team, uh, the lead runner there, Tanner Newkirk, looks to defend his state title. Yeah, I think, won by like it was something like like crazy at regionals, won by like 56 seconds or just a, re- a really wide margin. So he's looking to repeat again. Um, then Rossville and Silver Lake both have uh, individuals competing as well for 3A. So. Yeah, it's going to be a busy time. Uh, soccer regionals as well kick off uh, tonight. We're going to be, I know a few of us are going to be those games as well. Um, Washington Rural again looking strong um, with the top seed. Uh, we're going to advance to the regional championship on Thursday. They're hosting as a higher seed. Um, Topeka West is going to be playing at Mays. They're going to be traveling today at 6. Highland Park uh, hosts FL Schlegel. This afternoon, uh, Shawnee Heights is going to be hosting a game tomorrow. Uh, they host the winner of the Island Park game, I believe. And then Seaman plays at Bishop Carroll. So a lot of curious teams uh, in action. It's going to be fun trying to uh, keep up with it all.
3: And then I got uh, two main teams in cross country in Class 3A. Uh, they are the favorites, uh, Southeast of Saline. And probably the two favorites to win uh, both the boys' and girls' individual titles with Dylan Sprecher and Gentry Alderson. And then I got a couple runners at 5A, and then I got two teams, Sacred Heart Girls and Elsling Boys, and and an L- or a Sacred Heart runner boy on the boys' side that will be at 2A. Uh, state. So yeah, it's gonna be a busy weekend and I got K dub to worry about too. Mm-hmm. So a lot of a lot on our plates. I'm just glad I don't have any volleyball to worry about.
1: Yeah, for me a lot of going on as well. A couple uh runners from Hutchinson High, a guy and a girl, each qualifying individually. Bueller, obviously one of the favorites to win it in the boys division. Get this in the regional they went one, two, three, four, five, seventh and eighth, and and just dominated the region, the Bueller Regional uh, here in Hutch uh, The last weekend, so they'll be good The Bueller girls will also be good They got runner-up at the Regional Pretty Prairie will be there as well Boys and girls uh, Volleyball was really good as well Nickerson fell to Cheney, but that was a really good one uh, Aside from that game it, it was Sarah Walkup Versus Peyton Shear uh, Two coaches that coached together uh, Shear was an assistant on Walkup's staff And she went to, obviously to Cheney and this is her first year at Nickerson but a great season from the, the Nickerson Panthers 30 and 11 were ranked a few times this year and they're returning most of their core next year uh Hutchinson Sawhawks they'll they'll end up playing Washburn Rural in pool play uh and that's what coach Aiken's actually joked with me about was she did not want to play Rural cuz they are undefeated and that's that, i think you got to compare them to like a a not a division 1 team but they can be a legit college team or something like that just cuz of all their height and their just their dominance that they've had this year, but they'll play them at eight 30 on Friday and pool play to wrap that up. I think Hutch has a good chance to make it a Saturday. If I, if they can go two and one and take care of business against Shawnee mission, uh, North and Olathe Northwest. Um, I think it's that, uh, Shawnee mission. I'll have to double check on that. um, and then obviously we got football. B- Bueller, a seventy-six to zero winner over Circle, that kind of really surprised a few of us a little bit, you know, Chuck. Circle was one of those teams that was uh, they're in a first-year head coach and a new program this year, and they, they were ranked. They were we ranked them a few times, but Bueller's, Bueller's really good. Uh, really Chuck, what do you, what kind of stands what, out to you uh, out? right now? Did
2: you watch? Did you, did you look at that box score?
1: Yeah, they scored yeah. most of that in that in the first half.
2: No, well, no, the play by play, I mean, of that. So here's exactly what happened. Uh circle went down, turnover downs, two plays, TD pass to Eddie, and then the, cir- a circle fumbles it two plays later, one play, Sam Elliott. They come back. Fumble two plays later, touchdown pass, and they turned it over on outside the first, the first drive, half. Yep. It was Literally everything but uh has been there for uh five
1: years. Oh yeah, my but bad. For, we'll but think about somebody else but
2: No, you're good. Uh it, it definitely was like what could have gone wrong went wrong. Um and I, that's, just, I, that's just that's just that's exactly what it was. I mean, we all expected Bueller to win, but it, it was impressive. The, the circle gets a home game though for the first time since two thousand three, which is good for them. In the playoffs.
1: Yep, and let, let's let's keep the the football discussion going real quick. You know, we were on Twitter Spaces on Saturday night at a, a one in the morning, Friday into Saturday. Yeah, night. Yeah, Friday night. Yeah, that was kind of a bad
0: time. I've seen, seen time. <laughs> Every time I kept checking, I was like, because I was I went to the movies that night as well. But like, I was like looking, and I'm like, they're still going. Like, how how could you still be possibly talking about? Well, impressive. Go on, sir.
1: Yeah, we might do that a little bit more often, but that was kind of fun. Uh, we got our fr- initial thoughts out there, but we examined the brackets a little bit. Uh, we should have our brackets pulled up right now, but uh, let's start with you, Dylan. You know what kind of stands out in the the bigger schools area? Uh, Bueller and Bastard Linwood, the top season foray. Uh, Shawnee Mill Valley, the number one, also with Mount Carmel and uh, Blue Valley Northwest along. With Derby and 6A taking the ones in that one, what are just your initial thoughts on the the brackets so far?
3: Well, a lot a lot of it is what what everyone should have pictured. You know, when we when this moment would have you know when we were thinking about this uh, even before week week one, we pictured a lot of these teams maybe not like a Baser Linwood uh, uh, getting a top seed in 4A East, but you know, Derby. There, there, they are the top seed in 6A West. And you know, we knew Capin and Carroll could be up there as well. Uh, I mean, there's there's a few surprises, but hey, I I honestly uh, anything can happen in, in these playoffs. It's win or go home. And uh like I said a little bit ago, this is where all the fun happens. Last couple weeks teams were trying to solidify where they were going to be at seeding wise and with Salina central I've covered for four weeks in a row and it's probably it's most likely going to be a fifth but uh, they were they were on the eight line in 5A west they got some help and they got up to the five seed in, in 5A west which is kind of cool but um I, you know a lot a lot of teams w- that were supposed to be up towards the top are up there. there's not really any major surprises. I think the only thing that's on my mind in four a is me being a ten, but that's because they play five a'ce and six a'ce and they're two and six, and they're probably gonna upset uh Chanute in in the in the second round as a quote 10 unquote seed. upset, yeah. Yeah, quote unquote upset. Even even if it's a seed, but you know, let's uh, rock and roll. I'm excited for the playoffs.
1: Yeah, Chuck, we we you talked a little bit with us on Saturday, on Friday into Saturday night about how Miege is down there uh, in the lower seed, but they've been playing the six A's and the five A's. Uh, what kind of, what do you kind of expect from the from the from the four A bracket? And uh, feel free to uh, just. Expand on what you think of the, <laughs> the brackets right now. Um,
2: the brackets are football brackets, so that's my explanation there. No, but for a for a, it's unfortunate because every year uh, Dylan knows this you got all the teams like Chanute, Wamigo, Paola, who go out and have these really great seasons, and then they're going to run up against somebody like Bishop Miege. So, two years ago, uh, I think Paola's unbeaten, they go into the sub state. And they just get spanked by Miege forty nine nothing. Um, and then last year Fort Scott similar situation. They were unbeaten, and Miege made them look like they were a winless team. And here's the thing: I don't know. We don't know how good Miege is, and that's unfortunate because even the coaches dropped them and gave it to Bazer linwood is the undisputed number one team in the state. K Preps gave it to him. Ketchum Kansas gave it to him. Um, and so did the coaches. So, Bezor is the un- undisputed number one team in Class Four A. Now, is that legitimate, or are we just rewarding a team for being a beaten and a team lose only winning two games? Uh, that's weird to say. Um, it's gonna be interesting. I think Bezor You go, we're looking at the top of that bracket real quick. They're gonna go against the Thunder in the regional, and that's gonna decide how good everyone is. Right there, hey, right second week of the season. Right off the bat, because LeBlanc County is going to give up 65 points to Bezor, and it's going to have a running clock in the second half. Um, but if if Bezor gets by St. James, who beat up Mies pretty handily, I watched it this morning or yesterday morning. It was impressive what they did. And so that could have an opportunity, but I feel bad for Chanute. They have a really good season, beating up on really bad teams, and they're going to get knocked out. And then when you look at the West bracket, you got Bueller, who's just really studded out with Sam Elliott and uh, Bradley Neal. I said they're the best combo in Division Three, and it showed to be true this season, even with uh, McPherson, because they, they beat up McPherson pretty good. A team to look out for, and I think someone pointed out one of our, our spaces Mulvane. You have Mason Ellis, who is a Division I commit to North Dakota State. He is everything on the defensive side and everything on the offensive side for Mulvane. Um and we don't know what amigo has they're kind of like a schnoot they're beating up on bad teams, and their loss is a bad loss like schnoot's loss is a circle, I guess you could call that a bad loss. I wouldn't, but I think it's a it's a loss it's not a bad loss, not a good loss, it's a loss But law- lo- or amigo's loss to a three a team that finished five hundred is a bad loss if you're competing for a state title in four a and then you have Andover Central fantastic defense stud. Absolutely just can fly around the ball. However, offensively, Ashton um Ashton Barkdahl could be out for a considerable time. Their quarterback play's been inconsistent. Um especially for someone who's gone to so many camps nationwide and garnered all this national attention and got a vibe to the some all-star game. He's been really inconsistent. Um so it's gonna be interesting. I if we just make a spitball, I think we're gonna see a Basil or Linwood Miage substate in the east and then we're gonna get a Bueller Andover Central in the west. Nice. And I think we get a and then I think we uh from there, I don't know. It's gonna be really interesting because that flips the lid. We're gonna to go to Bueller for the substate which Andover Central hosted the first time. And this will be the game last year we didn't get in Bueller because of COVID with Andover Central's quarterback and running back and two linemen having COVID. So it uh this will be the game we get that we didn't get
1: last year. Nice, nice, and one of the things I think you harped on and really want to see is a an Opie Inman uh, championship game. Why is that?
2: One A is terrible. <laughs> I mean, and it's not it's not anything. And it's trying not to insult the teams there because a lot of teams like Cedric. Cedric's really good, but Cedric play is kind of like a Wamie or like a Wamigo They beat up on bad teams. I mean, Jackson Heights. We ha- a lot of people have ranked their four and four. Um. Centralia is okay, but they go out and lose, uh, Wabunse, who, Wabunsi's had some look at their two losses. They lost to Troy who's has a losing record. And, uh, it's, it's just back and forth. It's just, I don't think there's a lot of really good teams in that. And it's unfortunate. And that's why one reason why they're also expanding next year, they've added eight teams, uh, instead of 20 teams or whatever it is. we'll have, no, they'll have 30 teams next year. So, uh, so yeah, it's going to expand and, but it's, by far and away, we watch Opie and Inman just pound teams, and we saw Friday night as Inman beat the number three team in the state. Consensus number three, and I went looked. Everybody has them three or four, but they beat Smith Center pretty handily, 38-15. Um, so that's that's what we, let's just let's just mark it up. And Inman should have been there last year, but they turned the ball over in this update against Oakley. So I mean, they have a lot to. They're 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 really fighting for. They want to get back
3: and i and i i i agree with chuck i agree with chuck 1a is probably going to be most likely o'pie In inman um i think the only test inman will get in the 1a west will be sedwick i think sedwick gets to the substate title but i think inman is too strong you got lance Hoffsummer, the quarterback who who has been really good for the cardinals I I think Sedwick gets there, but I think Inman is just too strong. And Inman with just I think this is kind of redemption redemption tour for them because you know with them following following in sub state to Oakley, and then you, you look at Opie. Opie's got a lot of guys back. Chris Schmidt has this program. You know he grew up in Opie. This is a program that is homegrown, and he just. Brings these guys up and just grows, develops them really good. And you know, I've seen this firsthand. You know, when I covered Opie when I was in Emporia before I moved out to Salina, they made it to the state title game in 2018, but then got boat raced out of Lewis Field at Hayes by Smith Center. Wait, you 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 were you're from Emporia? <laughs> Bro, Bro. How, how do you not know that? <laughs> Dylan,
2: I'm just joking. I'm just joking. But hey, I will say this. without insult, I, I know I insulted 1A, but I think with most of these classes, you can say there's only a 4 or 5 team at the most that's going to win a state title. Um, you, look, you look at 5A. 5A's got some parity. I think there are like 5 or 6 teams on each side that could make a run. But let's be realistic about it. It's Carroll, Cape, and Northwest or playing Mill Valley. Mill Valley is going to make the state title game in 5A. And then same thing in in six A. You have Derby, and then maybe one of the Blue Valleys go to to Derby in six A. Four A. Okay, we, we've narrowed it down pretty easily. Three A. It's Andale versus somebody, probably Clejit or Yep. yep.
3: I I put Southeast of Selena in the mix actually, Chuck.
2: Well, so so that's four teams. That's what I'm saying. We're not out. It's a four right. team race in everyone. And the only thing about and 1A is a little different because they have less teams. It's the smallest mm-hmm. class, so it's only two teams that have a legit shot. So it's not a bad class based on just, like, overall talent. It's just because they're a smaller class, the actual title contenders are fewer.
3: Then you, then you look at 8-Man, who's coming out of there? You know, Madison, Canton Galva, Little River. You know, that's 8-Man 1. And then you look at 8-Man 2, it's probably going to be Victoria or... Or or Hanover or someone hey, like Axed. I will be
2: shocked if it's Hanover.
3: Well, I I just brought him up because that I was like no, that, that was They're, a name that name just that came out. But you know we're seeing teams uh, that could uh, do a lot. Think, and and in the eight man where you got a lot of teams that either I think there's very few that are undefeated, and then a lot of teams are either seven and one and or six and two. But you could see a lot of. You could probably see a lot of upsets in eight, in eight man.
1: Yeah, because right now one of those one of those seven one six two matchups is in uh the district two and D- district one two and three seed between Chase County and Yates Center Yates, Yates Center six and two Chase County seven and one that's one of those uh, that you mentioned real quick there uh, West Oak seven and one Central uh, two and three right there and they're five and three so there's a lot of potential there but I still think that. That substate can be easily Sedan and Little River because, like I've, I've said it a couple times this year, Little River lost some players, uh, like just like Jaden Garrison, just to just to mention one player because I think that's the only player I know. But Little River is is legit and they'll probably run into Sedan. And I don't think we've talked too much about Sedan this year. They're undefeated, just like Little River, and they've won, and and proven, uh, with a couple wins, big wins this season. So I think that's a a collision course for that sub-state. Um, I want to switch to Seth real quick and get his your thoughts, Seth, on 6A right now. You know, you got some teams there, uh, Lawrence, Free State, who can be on a collision course in the second round with Rural for a good matchup there, and and evidently they'll probably end up playing a team like Derby once it comes to uh, sectionals. So. What, what By looking at the bracket, what what's kind of your take on how far some of your teams can make it?
0: Uh, Yeah, for 6A, it's definitely a tough draw. I mean, you got, you got Derby, like you mentioned, but let's say, like, uh, and then Topeka High at the bottom is, is taking on Lowrance, the number 6 seed. So it, it's just trouble there because even, you know, let's say Topeka pulls off the crazy, gets the upset there. They got Jun- Junction City, another familiar opponent, that potentially, in, in the next round. Um, and Rural up above that. Like, everybody in the... In, both teams are on the on the bottom side of that bracket, where they would have to face Derby. So already uphill from there. Um, but if Rural, let's say, wins their first game, uh, they are on that closing course with Derby, and then there's still Manhattan at the bottom in uh, the same area where, with Topeka High. So it, it's just familiar familiar opponents of the Centennial League that are that have been tough. Uh, Rural happened to take down Manhattan. Uh, it was a, a big upset, probably the biggest upset in the Centennial League this year. Um, but it's just <laughs> that Derby one, I think, is just going to be too hard to overcome there. Um, that, that's kind of what stands out to me for 6A. I'd say for 5A, the thing that kind of stands out to me is I'm excited for the uh, the Shawnee Heights game. They ended the season really well. Um, they uh, won the last three, three games. Um, so they got the 8-seed face Sumner Academy. That's an 8-9 and nine seed game. That's probably the closest one there. Um, Highland Park, uh, win this for... A minute uh, takes on Johnny Valley in the first ones. That's that's tough. Uh, Seaman got the four seed. Um, they I, I don't know. It kind of a, it's such a weird team to me because they have lost all three of the big games that they they needed to win. Uh, they lost against Manhattan, Brooklyn, and junction City. But at the same time, like they've shown, th- their offense has shown flashes, and, th- and they've gotten they've gone through a lot of a lot, lot of injuries this season. Uh, the running they're, they switched to a spread offense this year, and uh are still a run like i'm still a power run team they run a run a lot of read option out of, out of that uh that spread offense and they've lost a the, their senior running back aiden poulter and then uh their backup caden island also went out so they've been having to move guys around um, uh, had a sophomore uh, jack blooms currently i think in, in that role but uh they've just kind of been hit by the injury bug this year uh they haven't been able to get over the hump to get in the three big games that they needed to and then uh Camden Barter, their quarterback, a good senior quarterback, and play safety for him as well. He's uh, kind of been banged up as well um, and had to miss some time. So those are just tough. Um, Topeka West, the other team kind of in 5A. That one kind of stands out to me just because they, they're they the eleven seed. Um, they got a tough road as well. They, faced, they traveled to, to DeSoto. So yeah, I don't know. I, I think the, the a scenes for the to, to, to Topeka High area, it's going to be interesting. There's uh, a few teams that can make a run. But at the same time, when you look kind of later, in, in all their brackets, whether it's I think going down the line six a five a three a and two a are all the schools where we have teams playing. Um, it just kind of gets tough uh, as the playoffs do as you go on. But I mean, like Hayden, I think I, I'm interested for I think it's it's three a. I'm interested uh, for their bracket because they they're I'm, I'm going out to practice to see them later this week because they started the season one and one lost two rivals even in week two. That's um, one of the games I went to, and then they just rattled off six straight at the, the year. So they're playing some of their best football right now. Um, they lost, they've seen running back, but they had their, their backup fullback step in this this last week, this season here, and still score four touchdowns. So it's kind of a next man up thing, and they've got some um, good, good players. Uh, so they have a potential matchup with the number one seed from district one, uh, Galena, who's seven and one, if they uh, both take care of business. I'd be interested to see that game because I know, I'm new to the area, but I've heard that Hayden has typically been been a power um, in, in 3A. So I'm excited to see kind of their run this season. And then in, in 2A, you get in this postseason. then at the bottom for 2A, you got Rossville and Silver Lake, the typical, um, the powers. Um, I had to, I was so bad, I had to miss the one on 24 for that wedding the other week. Um, I read the recap and heard some great things, but I know that um, Russell is now missing Borak, their quarterback. So it'll be interesting. They got uh, to, they got to overcome that. I got, I don't know if he's going to be back or not. I know he's, uh, the guy who stepped in for him um, in the second half uh, against Silver Lake in their win. I know he's still, uh, he, he played this last week. So I don't know if he's out for the rest of the, I don't know if Forex out for the rest of the postseason or not. Um, if so that's going to be kind of a big blow to them regardless of uh, how well they play. It's just been a dynamic playmaker for them since, uh, since he stepped into that starting role. So yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be a lot of games to keep track of. And it, it's weird because like, uh, you know, listening to you guys talk, like there's a lot of uh, you guys been around longer than I have, even if not, that much longer, so you've got a little bit of history. So I'm still interested to see a lot of these matchups as I'm learning, kind of going through, like listening to all you guys going through all the matchups and stuff like that. Now I can kind of start to get a gauge of some of these teams because my rankings have been kind of. Flying a little bit blind this year, you know, like I can go off the records they have and, and, and such like that. But until so like you kind of actually get get down here and start to see see the teams start, start to play out and how who they who they have bad losses to and stuff like that, you can't really I think rank them properly. So I'd, I'm interested to see the, the first full postseason as well.
2: Yeah, I, I will say, Seth, Seth are the only rankings when I get them is the ones I don't judge because I know he's <laughs> like he got he got in the middle of the years and he doesn't understand everything and like the little nuances in Kansas. So he'll rank a team kind of weird. I'm like, okay, Seth. Okay. And I won't... <laughs> Other than that, I won't. I won't call him out like <laughs> I do some people when they rank a number one team. Team who gets knocked. No, two. Not just you. Someone else did it. Dylan. <laughs> okay, just call him out. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, he said he did yesterday. That's why yeah, yeah, he said in the yeah, chat. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's all. Only, that's all only the reason. And I do that just so I can keep everybody like on it because I check know them. you guys. Everybody has their. Uh, thousand teams to cover so it's just like hey do you remember that they beat this they lost and and sometimes you're like holy oh crap I forgot oh crap yeah. yeah it happens
1: yeah you know Seth you still did pretty good and the in the picks though you, you stayed above 500 so that, I guess that's all we can ask for so congrats to that
0: yeah but I did not miss I missed the first couple weeks too that so who knows I could have done I could have done very bad in those ones and it could have tanked me as well but yeah I'll, t- I'll take it
1: on the, on the plus side, your boy over here, uh, first place, eighty. What was it? Eighty six win, eighty six correct out of hundred something. Ooh. So, not bad for a Texas kid, I'll say. Uh, coming up after the after the break, we're gonna make a few wild and early picks, and then we're gonna switch some gears, and uh, we'll do all that and more coming up after this. And if you're listening to the Connect Kansas Sports Podcast. And welcome back. You're listening to the Gannett Kansas Sports Podcast. If you're not a subscriber to any of the Gannett Kansas uh, websites, you can be for just a dollar a month for six months. And that includes coverage all the way up to the high school state basketball championships, which includes subscriber-only content, which you can only see once you become a subscriber. So choose one of those of your choice, and there you go. One dollar for six months. We're going to... Wrap up our football discussion with our way-too-early state champion picks. We're going to go around the room, uh, virtual room, because we're doing this virtually, uh, with Dylan, Seth, Chuck, and, and myself picking our way-too-early state champions. So we're going to start with 6A. Who are your state champions right now? Go ahead, Dylan.
3: Derby. Yeah. Do oh, oh, keep going? Okay, 5A, Mill Valley. I like Bueller and 4A. 3A Andale, 2A Rossville, 1A Opie, 8-man 1, Little River, and 8-man 2, Axel.
1: Like it. Go ahead, Seth. Uh, yeah, 6A got yeah,
0: uh, Blue Valley East. I mean, Derby's crazy, but there's just a lot of strong competition in the west part of the bracket. So I'm just going to see if that upset goes through. Uh, 5A Shawnee, Mill Valley. Uh, 4A Baser, Linwood. Uh, 3A, going to go uh, Galena. Two A Two A Rossville, um, and then shoot. What was the other? <laughs> oh, the eight. Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: the
0: eight man. Yes. Uh. No. Yeah. For or, or for when I had uh Inman. Sorry, oh, okay. I think I missed that one. And then yeah, for uh for eight man uh yeah sedan. Ooh. Okay.
1: okay.
3: All right, Chuck. And then, uh, there's another there's there another Yeah, there's an eight man two.
0: Eight two. Yeah,
3: um, there's two divisions in eight man.
0: Okay. Yeah, we're. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have. I think Terry Paravella is gonna move there next year, but I haven't been able to keep track of on as much or eight man as much as I like this yeah. year, just because they play in the KCAA. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Eight. I don't know who else. Uh. Axel. Okay. Yeah. Axtel. So we got
1: two cool. votes for Axtel. Nice. All right. Charles Cheney, go over your head.
2: Uh. Derby. Um, Mill Valley, Bishop Meage. Because here's the thing: without until we see otherwise, it's Meage, Handel, Rossville, Inman um, Madison.
3: Ooh. Oh man, I'm, man, that's a yeah. good pick. Chuck.
2: And uh, only because I've seen him play, and because and then in two division two, oh.
3: Thunder Ridge.
1: Wow. I like the Thunder Ridge
3: pick. So, so, Chuck, I know mm. I know how you said Madison, but Casey Helm, their quarterback, just committed to a continuous track and field career at Princeton. <laughs> Whew.
0: Well,
2: well, well, I get it. You throw throwing out. He's smarter than me. I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: no, no. I, I,
2: I, I think so
0: he's smarter than all of us. I, so I just okay. know. I, I,
2: I, I
3: see stuff on Facebook, and you know, I'm still connected to people and the employer. Go ahead, Billy.
1: Alright, so I think this is just a consensus for 6A, but Derby. Five A, I might be a little ballsy with this one. But I'm gonna say Mount Carmel, Capin. Uh four A also a little bit ballsy. Bueller. Just cause I've seen I've Altworth. seen Bueller. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can make the case, but Bueller's I think is legit. And that's also because I probably because I, I haven't seen Miege or Saint James, but I like Bueller right now, and you you, you can agree with me, Chuck, on this one—a Baser Linwood Bueller championship game, uh, 3A Rossville, or is that right? Th- Rossville's in 3A. No, right?
3: No, they're they're no, a All right, you're right,
1: you're right. All right, 3, 3A and a- Andell, that's right, and, that's right. 2A. 2A. <sighs> that's, Ross- that's, yeah, that's, that's Rossville. Yeah, that's your that's your war on 24. Uh, substate 1-8. right there I think um, Might be wrong on that too But I'm going to go with Rossville on that one 1A Inman 8-man 1 Little River 8-man mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 2 That's a little tough one Because you got Waverly up there on the very top Who we've ranked a few times And we times. don't know what Waverly has so yeah, Because they've
2: they, they missed like six like 3 games
1: Yeah that's right That's why they're 5-1 and one uh Dayton is also a, a number 1 seed which could be scary and might catch a little bit of people This is a tough one. I'm just go- I'm going to throw out Axel. I'm going to do Axel on that one. Axel. But I, I really do think Bueller has a good chance this week or this year. Uh just cuz I've seen them so much and the, uh, I'm going to I keep throwing this out there but they got 21 takeaways on the year in 8 games. If you're new to Kansas and and not listening, it from in Kansas, Bueller has 21 takeaways in eight games, and if you do the math on that, that's two to three a game. But they've had fought, they had six last week, they've had, and they have four pick sixes on the air, which is absolutely insane. So, there's your way too early state champions from us, and we're gonna switch topics now into volleyball, which we got. State tournaments this week, I, I, I still think it's a little weird just because coming from Texas you have a huge bracket, but everything. But in Kansas we got pool play on Friday. Top two teams from each pool advance into Saturday's bracket, and they'll go from there and play for first and third. A lot of good volleyball teams in our area. Let's start with you, uh, Chuck. Chuck. You know, you got Augusta, the Orioles, who have had a really good year. They've beaten McPherson, who have uh, the KU commit. Uh, What do you see so far from your end uh, as far as volleyball goes this weekend?
2: Um, I feel bad for Circle. They've had this really great season. They win the league for the first time ever. And then they get put with Andale, Bishop-Miege, and McPherson in their pool play. Oh, wow. It's a – it's so like all four of those teams are title contenders, and I would look on the other side. is good, but then like, and Ottawa slipped in as a barely five hundred team. But it's like you put those four type teams in the same bracket or in the same pool. That's unfortunate. Um, I don't I don't know if any of the Butler County teams make it out of pool play, just because the how heavy it is. I know Circle was really worried about Lebec County, and so they're really good. And uh, Baldwin, also really great. So it's going to be really interesting in 4A. I don't know much about the others, the classes. I just know the 4A stuff. But, yeah, Circle. Uh, but they, they got Lyric Edgerly back, who did not play in the loss to Andale and the loss to McPherson, which they split with McPherson. So, But she's back. She played in the first win against McPherson, where they, they swept them pretty good. So it's going to be interesting. And, me again, Miage, Miage, it's the same here and you hear the disdain in my voice
1: yeah <laughs> yeah that that was my first thought is seeing the Asia there in that bracket with well, McPherson well you, you and they could they could run the table again this year but where are they at they're the I'm looking at it right now they're the eight seed, eight seed. so that that's yeah. that's just going to be gone awful when when that happened a couple
2: that happened a couple years ago Hayden came in as the seed and they won the whole thing I think it was last year the year before and it's and then they were under 500 and they just rolled through the bracket
1: so Mies and Andale will play each other in pool play yeah that's that's a potential right that's your
2: well it's i'm, I'm
1: going to say that's a potential state championship but then again that's a that's, a, that's again a tough pool so you might again it yeah. just we've said this in almost every sport you might not get the best two teams out of each pool playing for the state championship
2: or we or we are because we got to remember, Miage plays 6A teams. They're a 4A team that schedules a 6A schedule. So if they played in 6A, this is what their record would be. Um, and then when they come down to 4A, they are larger rosters, bigger players because they have a large a different pool to pull from, a more select pool. I'm not saying they're recruiting. I don't believe they recruit. Um, but kids know how good they are at athletics and they go there now. It's like, oh, I want to go to Miage. So and that's what it is. It's that's the truth of it all. And they're fifth, what, 15 and 23 and they'll probably win. I think they'll get out of pool play.
1: I think so too. I mean, just, they, they do got a tough pool, but McPherson uh, has struggled at times. It's like they've lost to Augusta and circle too, right? Would it be circle that they also yeah. lost to? So,
2: yeah. Well, and I will say, Gus is good. They're, they got a new coach who's a first-year head coach. Uh, she played at Rose Hill when they won two back-to-back state titles. She's really there. They've they've got that mentality you want, um, like the refuse to lose mentality, like Circle has. But it's, I, I think they're missing a couple players. I think next year they could be really like dangerous. But this year, I don't think they're there yet. But um, yeah, I think I think. I would not be surprised if we see an Andale-Miesch or an Andale-McPherson final.
1: Yeah, that would be pretty cool. I'll be there covering that on Saturday, the 3A and 4A. 3A, Cheney's got a good chance as well. They, they just got girls that can fly out of the gym and put the ball straight down. Uh, speaking of girls that can hit the ball straight down, uh, we mentioned this earlier, Washburn Rural, and this is where Seth comes in. He's seen them play. They're undefeated my team from my area Hutchinson will play them in pool play 8:30 on Friday which uh coach told me she wasn't she would not uh she doesn't she wouldn't want to see them but i guess the just the cards just the stars don't align and you get this the uh, the way you the, you get the matchups you get and they're the fourth seed which is still pretty good for Hutchinson considering they haven't been to a state tournament uh since 2017 but Seth talk about uh what you saw from Washburn, and what how how do you break down that uh, 6A tournament over in Salina this weekend?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think they they got a really good chance. I mean, you got Hutchinson, the seed, like you just mentioned, and then Shawnee Mission Northwest, he's 31-8, and and then Olathe Northwest, he's 24-11. and Uh, I mean, they beat Olathe Northwest this season. Um, I I was thinking I was at that game, I'm pretty sure, because the second uh, that game ended, and I went over to see a soccer game against Seaman and and Rule, but uh, the thing that stands out to me is like, in addition to being undefeated, like yes, that stands out. They've dropped two sets, like on, on the whole year, and that was like their first couple matches. Like they're just they, uh, they just respond, they, or they respond very well to everything. Their energy is always high. They're consistent across the board. Like yeah, Brooklyn Delay, the Kentucky commit, um, is is the focal point of their offense, but they're strong uh, pretty much across the board. I mean, they have like two other two or three other girls behind her that can hit just just as well. Um, so even if, it, and I haven't seen any team that has been able to even stop or slow her down, even if that is the case, um, they can just keep coming at you. So I think they got a really good event, good chance to advance to uh, the second day and uh, kind of, I know uh, I talked to them earlier for a feature I did. on and You know if that's, they've made no bones about it, like the state title, that's, that's their goal this year. So.
1: Yeah, I'll go ahead and yeah. I'll go ahead and speak on some of the teams from from the Hutch and Reno County area. You got Central Christian, Pretty Prairie, and Hutchinson heading to state. Pretty Prairie is the one seed and actually I think the favorite to win. Uh, they have two losses or two one or two losses on the year, and that was actually to Central Christian, which was the game I was at. Central Christian was third at state last year. They're returning. They're looking to win it all, and they're the fifth seed, or fifth or sixth seed, I want to say, but Central Christian had to go through a sub-state with three ranked teams, Argonia and Attica were both ranked. I think it was Argonia that was number 10, and Attica at three, ranked in the latest Kansas Volleyball Association rankings. But Central Christian beat them both, and pretty handily too. It was 25-14 and 25-13 uh, in the sub-state final, and Central Christian's... 27 and nine on the year. They'll end up playing uh, Wheatland Grinnell, who's 29 and nine on the year. They'll also play the top seed Lebo. Is that is that right, Dylan? Lebo or Labo?
3: Lebo, Lebo. Oh, hold on.
1: Lebo, 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 Okay, Lebo. I was right yeah. the first time.
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Don't. I, I. So I muted my mic and I muted it on the compu- on my laptop as well. Come on, man. Something I've never done. <laughs>
1: um continuing this real quick uh, Buckland who we've talked about in football they're also the eighth seed there so Central Christians got a good shot to make it a day two as well so wouldn't be surprised to see uh, two of the 1A schools in the in the Reno County area make it uh, I wouldn't also I wouldn't be shocked nor surprised if Hutch makes it a day two as well because they're pretty ramped up about going to state they got multiple hitters up front including a freshman Aaliyah Green junior Mar- Maya Thompson Sophomore Rachel Tomac, who's been elite over the last couple weeks, and then of course Malia Johnson, who's their high flyer when she gets hot as well. So Hutch could make a run, and I do see Rural beating them because they do look as good as advertised by Seth. And then seeing your video of that, so that could be their only loss. So two and one, and if the cards, the Scott, the stars align, I keep messing that up for some reason. The stars align, Hutch could probably make it, could possibly make it to day two and. You know, compete with for a third place spot potentially, so it wouldn't be a bad season for Hutch, especially with the young group that they have. Dylan, your coverage area does not include Smoky Valley, but Smoky Valley is going to the state tournament, and they're a pretty good team. Yeah,
3: um, this team—I got a chance to see them a couple of weeks ago uh, uh, at a, tri- or a triangular southeast of Saline. Uh, they're just barely on the on the edge uh, I think they're like four miles from Saline County but when we're in when we when they're like state and other sports uh, they're uh, they get covered like their girls won state track um, in the spring but they have a good shot at winning uh, 3A I I think it's I, I think Cheney's the obviously the favorite in 3A Chini but is would... uh,
1: the two seed, and then you got Eureka, who's 31 and five as the Eureka, one seed. Eureka, Eureka, Eureka. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but they're 31 <laughs> and five, and then wait, what did you call them? Eureka, Eureka. <laughs> That's kind of funny. I, I, I see oh. where you're going. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, that whole 3A st- uh, state is loaded. So, Eureka 31 and five, Chini 37 and two. Heritage Christian 35 and 2. Riverton 38 and 3. Smoky Valley 37 and 3. Goodland 37 and 3. Nemaha Central 36 and 6. And then Beloit 32 and 7. So, all really good teams. Uh, but yeah, th- th- that's going to be a really good one in Hutch, right, Dylan?
3: Yeah. And, and Sabetha was there last year, and they actually beat Smoky Valley. Ah. Yeah. But, um, Oh, uh, Heritage Christian Alaleta—they were the two A state champions last year. They move up a classification. They could be a threat. I, uh, I think this is wide open. I, I, I like, I like a Cheney Smoky Valley matchup, but that also could be a semifinal matchup. Yep. But you never know. You never know. I think. Oh, what was it? in 2016 when Emporia was uh they qualified for state I think they were the 6th or the 7th seed and went 2 and 1 in pool play I think they were the 6th and then they ended up finishing fourth but um and like like you guys mentioned a little bit ago I think I and I think it was Hayden it was Hayden that was the 8th Seed in the 3A tournament and end up winning it all. You could see anyone win it, like a Beloit at 32 and seven. Yeah, capable. Nemaha Central, they knocked off Hiawatha, who was having a great season in the sub state final. That was a loaded sub state. You know, Goodland, Smoky, Riverton, Eureka. I mean, Eureka plays in a, a not so good league, 35 and one. I mean. You got there for a reason, but, um, yeah, 3A is loaded, 4A, 5A, 6A. Wherever wherever you go, you're going to give a good volleyball. And this is where pool play determines everything, and you could see two lower seeds out of each pool make it with uh, the top seats getting knocked out. It is, it is just how this format is set up in uh, in, vo- in volleyball.
1: Yep, should be a really good and really interesting weekend. I think I'll probably be at Hutch uh, in Salina for, for Friday for a little bit before I go to football and then obviously cover Saturday in Hutch. So that should be fun. Volleyball is going to be really interesting to see. I mean, everyone's 0-0 zero and zero at this point once you get mixed in with a lot of the good teams. So that'll wrap up volleyball. Coming up next, we'll introduce Chuck to our, our local – College and NFL picks. We'll explain the rules on that and wrap up this edition of the Kansas Sports Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to the final segment of the United Kansas Sports Podcast, where it's our pick time where we pick a winner of a high school game, college game, and NFL game. Usually, we don't do our alma mater picks this week for college, but we're going to allow a one-time exemption for that, and you'll see why with Seth's pick, and then we usually pick a team, a non-Kansas City Chief team in the NFL. So, we're going to start off with Seth this week. You know, I, I already know what his college pick will be, but... Let's go. High school, college, and NFL pick starting with Seth.
0: Yeah. Uh, so for high school, I'm going to stay in the uh, the 6A bracket. Uh, I'm going to take uh, the Wichita East is uh, hosting Garden City. Uh, both five and three teams. I'm taking Wichita East in that one. Uh, so uh, next one, college football. big Biggest game of the year? No, not biggest game of the year. Well, it could be. uh rivalry game. Michigan State at Michigan, uh, first time these teams two teams from meeting is uh, top ten top ten teams. Uh, you got Big Noon and and game day heading out to East Lansing, uh, like weekend of Halloween. Got to take Michigan State, man. It's uh, they always they've won nine of the last thirteen, I believe the stat is. Um, they've just been um, on top of that rivalry lately. Mel Tucker's doing doing big things. And uh, year two year two of a rebuild, we're undefeated. So gotta stick with my uh, my boys there and then for the nfl pick uh green bay at arizona um i mean i'm taking arizona i know green bay's hot Rodgers has been un- unbelievable this season t- since the start of that uh, that craziness of him potentially wanting out of there and he's, he's done great things but arizona is, has been really impressive with kyler murray i'm taking kyler murray and, and the cardinals over green bay
1: nice all right chuck if you understand the rules go ahead your picks pick.
2: um I like teams to win. Um, no, so for for the uh, college, I, I'm liking North Carolina over Notre Dame. Um, I think I like I like what they've done. Um, they haven't really had a quality win, North Carolina, but Sam Howell's got to prove himself sometime, right? Why not prime time on NBC against Notre Dame? So, I mean, that's my thought. Um, I like that one. Yeah. Well, I was kind of looking. I was trying to. I'm trying to choose games that are. Non-traditional because it's easy to choose maybe a Big 12 game or something and go go outside the I guess the purview of everything. I um, then and then football-wise, a Buccaneer Um uh, I'm gonna go Bucks. No, I'm gonna change. It. I'm gonna go Cowboys, Vikings, and I'm gonna go Cowboys. I think Dak Prescott is right now the best quarterback in the NFL. And statistically, it's showing he is completion percentage is second best. He has second fewest interceptions, second most uh, touchdowns, and he's like third in yardage. Nice. And that's why the Cowboys are playing very well. And I'm not even a Cowboys fan. I like the Chefs. But <laughs> I think the Cowboys win that game, and I think they cover. The two and a half, I think they cover by a touchdown.
3: I, I and Chuck, uh, we're not going to see a Stephen A. Smith video after the Cowboys lose. <laughs>
2: I know. I just, here's the thing. I think the Cowboys have been missing a defense for the last few years. Their offense has been really, really exceptional, but it's the defense that has, because it's all predicated what Dak Prescott could do. We saw that when he went down. But now their defense, you got like uh, Tabian Digger or whatever the, the rookie is, he's a stud. They went out and signed a couple of DBs, a linebacker. They, they invested in their defense to get them where they're at. Um, and then on. I'm picking Silver Lake, but Silver Lake and Atchison County. Atchison County's having a heck of a season. They're six and two. Um, it's unfortunate that it's gonna go down against Silver Lake in two A.
1: Nice. Good picks there. What about you, Dylan? What about you,
3: Dylan? All right, for my high school, I'm gonna stay I'm gonna stay in three A. This is a good one. Parsons and Prairie View, a pair of Sean six and 2 Sean Fry, neck of the woods. Um I like what um um, um, their coach is doing, um, uh, sh- uh, schnob or, or schnye, I don't know. Uh, Schiebel. Schiebel. That's his last name. I can't remember his first name off the top of my head, but give me, give me Parsons over Prairie View. And, uh, and I hope Sean Fry, uh, the Parsons son is covering in that game. My college pick, I'm gonna Seth and I decided to switch games because I wanted to do Michigan in Michigan State, but I let him have it. But I'm gonna do his game anyway. Number ten, Old Miss at Auburn. Give me Old Miss and and Mike Leach. And then in my college or my NFL pick, I'm gonna go with an AFC South matchup: Tennessee at Indianapolis. Give me Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry. Um, Indianapolis played really good on Sunday Night Football in the mess rain at at uh, Levi Stadium, but Tennessee. You know, really big momentum. You beat the Bills on Monday Night Football. You beat the Chiefs, just manhandling the Chiefs, sending the Chiefs to three and four.
1: Jeez.
3: Uh, give me, give me the Titans because I'm a little upset that Joe. Bur- I should have picked Joe Burrow over Lamar Jackson, and and Joe Burrow impressed me yesterday, and the and the Bengals are are a contender in the AFC.
1: Yeah, when you beat the Browns, I think they beat the Browns, right? Was it the Browns? No, they beat the Steelers and the Ravens. So that's two of yeah. their divisional opponents already that they've beaten. So don't look don't look too far away from a former LSU former LSU teammates, man. Don't don't look away from them. Um,
3: and Jamar Chase, big crazy. Too.
1: What is that? Yeah, two hundred and one yards, seven hundred yards on the season. It was the most by a rookie, I think I saw. Yeah. So. I'll go with my picks now. I'm gonna start and go backwards now. NFL pick. New England at the LA Chargers. Or the LA yeah, LA Chargers, right? Yeah, that's right. Yes, sir. LA Chargers. They got the bolt there. Battle of young quarterbacks. I'm taking Mac Jones and the Patriots. Uh Help the Chiefs out, help bro. Help the Chiefs out a bit because you know, New England's been playing good. I mean, they. I think they should beaten the Cowboys. I mean, I don't. You you never see the Patriots lose at home at Gillette to the Cowboys. That's, that's that hasn't happened in so long. Or I don't know if it's ever happened. I mean, I'm I'm not, I'm not a historian or anything, but it must be a, it must have been a while for the Cowboys to beat them at Gillette. But I like Mac Jones, and he's slowly come out. You usually don't see much success out of Alabama quarterbacks in the league. But Mac Jones, I think. Is just like Justin Herbert with the Chargers. I mean, they're going to be pretty, they're both going to be really good. But I like Mac Jones bouncing back this uh, over LA. For my college pick, I looked over this one a little hard, but I'm going to choose Texas at number 16, Baylor. Always Ooh. love a good Big 12 matchup. But the Bears finally ranked number 16 in the nation. The Bears. Are taking down the Longhorns in that one, and I don't. I probably don't have to explain why. Just cause uh, I'm just gonna say this: Baylor's been good. They missed the rankings. I don't know why it took them so long to get ranked, but there you have it. For my high school pick, I'm gonna go to 5A for this one. Hayes and Goddard Eisenhower, the 7-10 matchup, six and two Hayes versus Goddard Goddard Eisenhower. 5-3. and three. That's a really good 7-10 and ten matchup. But I'm going to go with Hayes. As long as they're healthy. As long as Hayes is healthy. They've been good all year long. Had a hiccup last week. But they're going to start this postseason off right. And probably meet Andover in the second round. So I'm going to go with Hayes. Moving to 7-2. and two, And get, getting the win here in week 9. I'm excited for playoffs, Dylan really excited even though week 9 is like on the verge we get the teams that are going to play just to play but we're getting in the playoffs playoffs are here volleyball state is here cross country state is here football championships are a month and 2 days away basketball starts in a month uh wrestling starts soon yeah we're go- yeah, all the, this is going to be fun we're, I, we're getting I into think, the good part of the year let's see and it's going to be cold on friday <laughs>
3: November 15th will be the first day of winter sports practices in the state of Kansas. That's three weeks away. Wow. So I know, I know I'm know I looking forward to basketball. Me too. I'm looking forward to basketball. I got a, got a hungry Salina Central Girls basketball team that was finishing a tie for third at state last year. They returned everybody back. Huh. That is going to be a fun one um to to watch uh, you know fun team to watch you know in our in my media coverage area but this is uh where things uh things get interesting and busy weekend for all of us you know cross country i probably won't be able to go out to a cross country site uh i know you're hopefully if if uh well, uh, Hutch gets up, uh, you know, and on Saturday, you can come to that up here in Salina. I got though to worry about. They, mm-hmm. they got, they got a chance to clinch at least a share of the KCAC title this weekend. And, um, they should be able to do it Gonna be busy, 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 and. Busy time of the year for everybody.
1: It's the most wonderful time of the year. I'll say that. And oh,
3: you had to bring out the Christmas <laughs> reference.
1: Well, I'm just, oh, I'm just boy. referencing it. I'm not going to sing or anything. Or but it, it it truly One more is. month. One, one, one more
3: month. month and one more month is two months until Christmas. Give me one more month, and then I'll start playing the Christmas music.
1: One month until my mom's birthday as well. So we're, it's again, it's going to it's going to be a great time of the year. If it's going to feel like we're going to be in four places at the same time, maybe this weekend, but we're going to do our best to bring coverage of that. Uh, I appreciate Charles Char- uh, Chuck Cheney for joining us today out of the Butler County times Gazette. You can follow him on Twitter at Chuck Cheney BC That's uh, at Chuck Cheney B as in Butler, C as in County T as in times G as in Gazette. Follow him on Twitter. Also at Seth Kinker at DS Sherwood, or D Sherwood SJ, there you go. I keep seeing the DS because of your first and last name, but D Sherwood yeah. SJ and at Billy Watson 4L, my middle school Twitter name, haven't changed it since, and all of our Gannett Twitter accounts as well the Topeka Capital Journal, the Salina Journal, and the Hutchinson News. And if you're not a subscriber to any of those three papers and websites, you can be for a dollar for six months, and right now is probably the best time to do that and become a subscriber which includes subscriber-only content that only you, a subscriber, can look at, you'll be covered all the way up to the state basketball championships in mid-March. So that's going to do it for this episode of the Geek at Kansas Sports Podcast. Hope you have a great week. And for Chuck, Seth, and Dylan, this is Billy Watson. Thank you for tuning in this week, and we'll see you at the games.